Okay, Bisyata Dishmaya, we're going to start a very, very important, crucial topic within the sugya of Hilcha Shabbos, and specifically Rafuah, of which we've been dealing with for the last few days. I think this is probably the most important topic within Rafuah, and perhaps in all of Hilcha Shabbos. And the reason for that is, because here we are telling people to be Mechalul Shabbos, and as Choshev Shabbos is, we are telling people, go along and do everything that you're not meant to be doing in order to save somebody's life. And what's important to note is that this is not a shear specifically targeting people who work in Atsala or doctors and nurses. This is a shear that is for everyone. This is a shear that's Nagaya too. It should never be Nagaya, we hope, as we always say in the Shiurim, especially with Rafuah. But this could be negated to anyone that is faced with a situation of B'Koach Nefesh, whether it happens in the yeshiva setting, or it happens outside in the street, or even if something will happen in a person's own home, with his own children, we should know these things are very negated, and it's important for us to know the parameters of what is muta, what is asa, how is it muta, and maybe even more importantly, what are the signs, which I'm planning to give Be'ezah Hashem after we do the Hagdama today, of what is considered to be a Sarkonos Nefoshis? This is something which is a little bit unknown to many people. I would like to give as much as I can of various, like a list of signs of what is considered to be a Fashor, or at least a Sofik Pekuach Nefesh which means that we have to be Machal Shabbos. So if we know the signs, and if we know what we're doing, it makes things a lot easier in that case. It's brought down <coughs> that a Rav, one of the first shurim he should give, is in this Inyan of Pekorach Nefesh. And the reason for that is, as we'll get to soon, because the Yushalmi tells us that when a person asks a Shaila in these Inyanim, it's not nice, it's, it's disgusting, it's terrible, it's degrading. Person shouldn't ask Shailas when it comes to Pekorach Nevesh. I've had knocks on my door with someone with a child in their hands. What do we do? And I think to myself, are you crazy? Call an ambulance. Go to a hospital. What are you coming to ask a Shaila? But the problem is that often we don't realize the severity of what it is because maybe we were never taught. So the Rav is meant to come in and give Shurim first things on Pekorach Nevesh. In fact, I know that Rav Zimmerman Shlita, when he became the Rav of Gateshead, what they tell me, that the first shir that he gave to the community, to the Oilam, was Hilchus Pekuach Nefesh. He wanted to tell the Oilam, what's Vade Otta, what's Vade Muta, what's the Sofik, and it wasn't by the shir, so I can't tell you what he said, but that's the idea. Now I want to tell you a Misa that happened a number of years ago in Europe. Remissan Karedith brings down the Misa. He says that there was a factory, and this factory was primarily worked by Yidden, they were from Yidin working in this factory, hundreds of them, hundreds of Yidin that were getting their parnosa by working in this factory. And they had made it tonight, they made a condition with the owner of the factory that they would not have to work on Shabbos, which was unusual because in most places, as we know, um, there was always a shayla about Shabbos Kodesh. But they made a deal and the boss said, it's okay as long as you make up the hours on Sunday, which they did, they were allowed not to work on Shabbos, which is important. Now, after a number of years with this regulation in place, the boss walked in one day and decided I'm going to change things. I am now going to require everyone to work on Shabbos Kodesh, and if you don't, everyone is going to be fired. Now, nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew what to do in such a situation. So the Rabbonim of the area got together to discuss what should we do. 
uh, you know, uh, should they work, should they not work, whatever it may be. One Rav got up and he said, um, he said that they, everyone has to leave their job. It's Chil Shabbos, it's not, you know, everyone has to leave their job, it's Chil Hashem, Shabbos Kodesh, uh, in order to, you know, to, to preserve the sanctity of Shabbos for future generations, we all have to leave our job, that's what we have to do, that's one of the run of the Rabbonim got up. Rabbi Shimon Shkop, who was one of the Rabbonim in the area at the time, got up and he said, Rabbi Sai, there is only one person in our generation that can answer the Shaila, and that is the Chovetz Chaim. The Chovetz Chaim is alive, he's the God of Lador, Bokin Hilcha Shabbos in Kolator Kula, the Tzadik Ador, we're going to ask the Chovetz Chaim. So a group came to the Chovetz Chaim to ask him, what do we do in this situation? Should they leave their job, or should they stay in their job? What do they do? So the Chovetz Chaim, as is reported, did not answer the Shaila. He refused to answer the Shaila. At Talmud Chacham, years later, told over this story to the Chazanish. And he said to the Chazanish that Mistama Pshat in the story is that really all of them should have stopped working. Like that Rob said, it's Chil Shabbos, Chil Hashem. Everybody should have got up and said, we're leaving. Oh, but the Nisoyen, the, 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 the test was so great that the Chovetz Chaim didn't want to, didn't want to get involved. Didn't want to tell everybody to, you know, to do that. And the Chazan Ish answered back to this Yid that told him. He said, absolutely not. Alpidin, it was mutter for them to continue working in that factory even on Shabbos. Why? Because we are talking about hundreds and hundreds of Yidin. If an individual would ask the Shaila, there's no, there's no Shaila we would say, leave. You can't work on Shabbos. As many Yidin did after the war in America. I have no question about it. However, However, since we are dealing, said the Chazanish, with hundreds, with a basically community of Yidin that would have nothing to eat, nobody would be able to help them. Then Alpidin, it was a hundred percent muta without any shaila whatsoever. The no panosa that is pikuach nefesh in that case over there. And he said that's why the Chovetz Chaim didn't answer it because if he would have answered it, you know what would have happened. All over Europe, anyone with a factory with hundreds of Yidin or a group of Yidin working there would have said, Ah, oh, you see, it is a group of Jews working there, they have to work on Shabbos. So that's why the Chovetz Chaim didn't answer it. Remnissen Karelitz tells over, Zatzal, says over the Maisa, and he says, we have to understand that when it comes to Pekuach Nefesh, every situation is sometimes so different. What's mutter in one situation is not necessarily mutter in another situation. So I want to bring this Hagdama because I think it's important. I re- Rabbi Sa, I do request of the Olam to listen very carefully because we're dealing with the Shaila now where we are telling people to be Machal Shabbos. Uh, any talking to, the, to your neighbor, to your friend for a moment, you could miss a point. You miss that point. Uh, Rabbi Sai, it's on your responsibility. This is a serious thing we're discussing over here. It's important for us to know the exact details of what is mutter, what is asa. Now, when it comes to being machal Shabbos, the Archaim HaKadosh tells us that when a person is machal Shabbos, four pikuach nefesh, four sakonis for four shoes, so the Heilig Archaim HaKadosh, that is not called chilol Shabbos. Adar Rabbah. So the Heilig Archaim HaKadosh, that's called Shmira Shabbos. In fact, I remember a Chashva member of Hatzalah came over to me, and Hatzalah are the most amazing people in the world. They're the greatest people in the world. The people who work for Hatzalah, they're amazing. But he came over to me with the following. He said, in 30 years, I don't remember the last time I kept Shabbos. Can you imagine? 30 years. And he went to his rov with the Shiloh. 30 years, I haven't kept the Shabbos. From a yid, Chashav a yid. what's Pshat? 30 years, I haven't kept Shabbos. And the Rav told him, no. If you're doing things, Al Pirov, which of course that's all I do, 
then you're absolutely fine. And in fact, I'm, I'm adding to that what the Orchayim HaKadr says. He was never Machal Shabbos. He was Shoymish Shabbos every single Shabbos. Because when a person is Machal Shabbos in order for Bekorach Nefesh to save a human life, and we'll get to it. There's lots of different shilas, by the way. What if he's religious? What if he's not religious? What if it's a baby? All sorts of shilas that we'd have to get to. But Al-Kopanin, 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 calls it Shmirah Shabbos Mamish. In fact, the Gemara in Shabbos, in Yuma, that Peidala, the Yushalmi also, says a similar idea. That for a Chaylisha Yesh Sakona, which is what we are dealing with, it is a mitzvah for a person to be Mechalil Shabbos, Mechalazoriz Harizem Meshubah. The faster you go, the quicker you go. With more zuizness, with more gishmak. Then Avada, Harizem Meshubah, that's a beautiful thing. Again, if it's for a Chaylisha Yesh Sakona, we're discussing over here. Now we have to get to the, the levels of Chaylisha Yesh Sakona. What does it mean? Who is a Chaylisha Yesh Sakona? We have to discuss what about doing it through Goyim. Should I call? Should I get a child to call? Should it be done through a Shinoi? There's a million different Shailas that come up. And it's important to know because these are Shailas of Oisai. Not only do you not have the time to ask a Rav, you should not be asking a Rav. The, the Rishalmi tells us that Harizem Maguna, when a person asks a Shaila in Hilchas Pekuach Nefesh, there's no time. You do what needs to be done. Again, depending on the situation. We will discuss situations, let's say for example, just to give you a contrast, if a person, has there's, there's no shayla about it. Is there anything that you can do on Shabbos? Generally not. Unless we're talking about a situation where something happens, or they're in the hospital, or in their, whatever it may be, that's something that needs to be done. But in a general way, they haven't got a din of a cholish sakona, and therefore you can machal Shabbos whatever you want. A woman's going to the hospital on Shabbos in order to give birth. Very common, right? Whether she whether she actually gives birth on Shabbos or doesn't give birth on Shabbos, different shayla. But she feels contractions, and maybe we'll discuss it just for a minute, just for the sake of the oilam understanding, because in Mitzvah Shem, these, these things will be in a gay Hashem. Right, she goes, how are you calling the ambulance? Are you allowed to drive yourself? What's the din with going into electric doors of a hospital? There are so many shilas. And often a little bit of just knowledge beforehand can save so many different things. Now, today is a hagdama, an introduction. But I want to discuss, first of all, first and foremost, why. What is the pshat that we know that we're allowed to mechalal Shabbos for Bukhach Nefesh? What's the pshat? We know there are gimul averis chamurois. There are the three big averis. And for that, a person has to give up their life for. Shabbos Kodesh is not one of them. Why is it that a person is allowed to break Shabbos? Shabbos is the Makara Bracha. Shabbos is the greatest day of the whole of the week, which carries all the brachas and the connection to the Rabbi Nishalayim. Shabbos is Moyodik. So we're allowed to break Shabbos to save somebody's life. What's the Pshat? What's Pshat? So first of all, we have to know like this. There's a Gemara, we had this last week's parasha. The Gemara tells us in Babakama Pehei, Verapa Yerapa. Right? And Zut the Gemara, you see from here that we have a Rishus to heal. That means it would have been, and by the way, this is Midas Doim. Midas Doim was that if someone, Rachman Aston, becomes sick, how can I heal them? God made you sick. So if God made you sick, you'll be sick. The same reason that they said, if God made you poor, why should I give you money? If God made you poor, he wanted you to be poor, me to be rich, and therefore why should I give you money? That was Sdoim. No one helping each other. 
Simply because why should I? God made you that way, why should I help you? I'm messing with God's creations. God made you in a certain way. He made a person sick, he made a person poor. Why should anybody help? And that's me, that's done. But the Gemara tells us, the rapper, your rapper, means we have a limit from the Posuk Mamish, that we're allowed to actually go along and heal someone. Asks Tosfus, why does it say a double Lashen? Answers Tosfus, very simple, because I would have thought only a Maka that comes from a person can another person heal. But a maka that comes from Shamayim, so it looks, the Toysav says this, it looks like if you are messing and healing a, 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 a maka that comes from Shamayim, so Toysav, you're mecha, messing with the Zayra of the Rabbani Shalaylam. And for Toysav, no Kamash Malam, for Rapa Yerapa, that even if it comes from both a human being or from the Shamayim, we have an, a permission to heal, and we should heal, and it's a mitzvah to heal. Maybe we'll discuss it. I don't know how much time we'll have. I'm saying a lot of things. I don't know if we're going to have time, but maybe we should have a shit just specifically about doctors, about going to doctors and which type of doctors and all sorts of shyness of doctors. I don't know how much time we're going to have in this series, but we'll see Be'ez HaShem. But I want to get to this question. Why is it that we are allowed to Machal Shabbos for Pekuach Nefesh, for Sarkonist of And again, there are many nafkaminas. If you have a baby that will not live, if you have a person that will not live more than a few hours. Are you allowed to machal Shabbos for such a thing? If you have someone that's not religious and is not even keeping Shabbos, are you allowed to machal Shabbos? Okay, so again, right now we're just asking questions. Hopefully we'll get to many of the answers. The Gemara in Yuma, famous Gemara in Yuma, Pehei, goes through seven reasons why it's mutter for a person to machal Shabbos. One, I'm not going to go through all seven. I'll give you a couple of them. Shittas Rabbi Shmol. Rabbi Shmol says, Baba Machteris, a gun of comes in a tunnel, you have no idea if he's coming for money, or he's coming to kill somebody. What's the din? Of course you can kill him. No shayla. Now, says the Gemara, again, Rabbi Shmuel, if for a suffix, if you don't know if he's coming for money or killing you, and the Gemara, and Chazal Pasuk tells us, you're allowed to kill the guy. So for sure in a case where someone's going to die, Kalvachoyba for Pekorach Nefesh, is Doich Shabbos. There's another rifle for Rabbi Kiva about a coin on the Mizbeah. There's another rifle for Rabbi Leza by, Hilchus, by, by the shayla of Mila. There's also Shittas Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yochanan. I'll leave with the last two ones. Two Shittas. Shittas Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon says, V'shamu Shabbos. Right? Kali Yisrael have to keep the Shabbos. Zog Rabbi Shimon. The Torah says, break one Shabbos to allow him to keep another few Shabbosim. Because by you be Machal Shabbos and help, helping him stay alive and healing him, now he's going to keep Shabbos for the rest of his life. Now here's the Shaila. What if he's a non-religious guy? What happens if you get a, a solemn member here in Eretz Yisrael, for example, gets a phone call on Shabbos morning, there's been a very bad uh, accident on Kvish Echad, on the highway, between two cars. Can you please go? Now, again, right, the chances are that it is a non-religious Jew. Big chances of that. Now, he's not going to keep Shabbos next year, unless it's one of those crazy stories that when he looks up and he sees, when he's half unconscious, he sees a religious... There are stories about this, where they see like a Hasidic guy, you know, who's helping him, who Mamish drove on Shabbos' motorbike in order to get to help this guy. He looks up and he says, you had to machal Shabbos to get me. I don't even keep Shabbos. And the next week it was Mechabal on Shabbos to keep Shabbos. There are many stories of these. But the chances are the guy's not going to keep Shabbos next week. So what's the heta? The answer is we have the other and last heta. Which is the Gemara telling us the Ikad the Maskonas Gemara Ishitas Reb Yehuda v'Chay Bohem, and that means the Torah wants us to live with the Torah. 
which means whenever we have a choice between living and dying, there's no shaila. Living always wins because the Torah wants us to live with its halachas. And if keeping Shabbos will cause a person not to live, then no, then don't keep Shabbos. Because we need v'chai bohem. We need a person to live. And that's the maskona sagamora. So it's paskin la halacha la in shinchov tes, si base, very clearly, that we paskin v'chai bohem means that we have to live by them. And therefore the Torah wants us to live with the halachas. And therefore if we're going to do that, that's what it is. Now, what if a person wants to be machmeh? No, I don't want to, I don't want machal shabbos. The choyla himself, the sick person himself says that I don't want to machal shabbos. Please do not machal shabbos for me. Right? What's the din in that case? It wants to be machmeh. I'd rather keep Shabbos this week. I'd rather not be machal Shabbos. I'd rather no one's machal Shabbos for me. So there's a Ramban, which is also a Ran, which is also a Radvaz, which is also a Shach and a Knesset Gedolim, a Karachayim, the Beit, and Mishra Berkat, the Shukhanach, Minchazalaz, and Nezishon, other Gedolim, Poiskim. All Paskin, and they say clearly, it's called Chasidus Shel Shtus. It's garbage. It's nothing. It's stupidity. That when a person says, I, I want to be machmeh, and by the way, this is very Nagea. This could be negated to a solemn member, it could be negated to a member of Kalali Sol that wanted Michal Shabbos, and the guy says, no, 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 don't do it. Shabbos Kodesh, I'm working on my Shabbos. No, no, no. Chasidus shall shtus. It has absolutely no bearing whatsoever, and there's no shida that a person absolutely should be Michal Shabbos in that case. Now, what we have to discuss is a few things. In the Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow, but in the Eidah, tomorrow we're going to go through the Sugya of understanding number one. What is the getter of a Holy Shiyesh Sakona? What if a person's only going to live for a small amount of time? What if a person's not religious? We're going to go through a lot of those shilas. Plus, we're going to go through the shilas and some examples of real cases that we have to know in our head. This is a shila of Pekorach Nefesh, or at least the Suffolk Pekorach Nefesh, where we should run and be Machal Shabbos. And again, we have to discuss how to Machal Shabbos. Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow, join us then.